Hi, welcome to the UMMC Bible Study Podcast, a podcast produced with students at UMMC. My name is Tim Chen, and I'm a former graduate of the UMC Medical School. Currently, I'm a family physician practicing in Mississippi. The goal of our podcast is to help our students and their families grow closer with the Lord and stronger in their faith and walk with God. With the rigors of school, it can be difficult to spend time with the Lord as well as fellowship with other believers. We hope that this podcast uplifts you during this challenging time and encourages you in your journey with God. Welcome everyone to another podcast. Today I am joined by Christian Yu. He is our staple UMMC PhD student in microbiology. Christian, how's everything been? Things are going well, thanks. Well, Christian, let's go ahead and get into today's podcast. I'm really excited about today's portion because we are getting into Genesis chapter 5. While I usually skip over genealogies in the Bible because half the time I can't pronounce the names or I don't really see the point, this is a little different. There's something important about God keeping count of the number of years that the people lived. In addition, there's this guy named Enoch. He experienced something no one ever prior to that time has experienced. But like we've seen in the other podcasts, what Enoch did is not just a cool story or a point in history, but it's something that the Lord himself encouraged us to do. Now, before we get into today's portion, I want to recap what's been going on in the prior chapters in the Bible. If you haven't heard podcast one or four, I strongly recommend checking those out because they really get into the background of what's going on here. But in short, there were two trees in the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 2, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. These two trees represent two lines that stretch throughout the entire Bible. The tree of life produces a life that's dependent on God. The tree of knowledge creates a life that is independent of God. In fact, Cain and his descendants grew in an entire culture that was apart from God. In Cain's lineage, you start to see ungodliness take root. You see Lamech, one of Cain's descendants, start to practice polygamy in taking two wives, something that was not ordained by God. Also in verse 23, you see him boast about killing a man that offended him and injured him. Truly, man's initial fall in the garden is evolving farther and farther away from God's original plan. However, thank God there is another line. The line issuing from the tree of life is also progressing. We end chapter 4 with a man realizing that he is frail and he isn't independent, that he can't make it by himself, and therefore he started calling on the name of the Lord. And that brings us to today's verses. I encourage everyone to read Genesis chapter 5, but I'm going to read verse 21 through 24 to highlight the main point of today's podcast. So this is Genesis Chapter 5, verse 21. Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Now, Christian, most people jump straight to the part about Enoch walking with God which is really, really amazing and fantastic. But before we get there, there's a theme going on throughout this chapter that was different than chapter four. 
Can you expound a little bit on this thing? Yeah, I, I love what you were saying about, you know, the two trees and these two lines of dependence versus independence from God. And it's so wonderful to see at the end of chapter four, there was this man named Enosh. Enosh meaning frail mortal man. That's so practical. At some point in our lives, we realize, wow, we are frail mortal men. And what, what can we depend on truly? In chapter five, uh, we can see a difference from chapter five to chapter four. In chapter four, there's recorded some activities of the descendants of Cain, but their years weren't recorded at all. So in the divine record, chapter five versus chapter four, we see people who lived and begot. So-and-so lived so-and-so many years, and they begot so-and-so. And then they lived however many years and begot so-and-so. Why was it necessary to record these things in chapter 5 that we don't even know what they did with their lives well this must then be what was important in god's sight what these people did it was so simple not necessarily the outward accomplishments increase in civilization that they may have made but that they simply lived and they begot in the same way spiritually today in, in the age of the church we are just living the life of God in our daily lives, and we're also beginning this life in those around us. Wow, Christian. I've read that portion at least a dozen times in Genesis chapter 5, and I don't think I've ever seen that point before in my entire life. You know, it's not saying that God didn't care about those people. We know from the divine scriptures that God cares for all men. In fact, God desires all men to be saved and to come to the full knowledge of the truth. But in a divine history, their lives did not propel God's purpose forward. Therefore, God did not regard what they did. Their years did not count. In one aspect, this is a warning to us. But on the other hand, it's an encouragement. Our lives can help move God's plan and purpose forward. And it doesn't have to be anything spectacular. It's just living the Christian life and bearing fruit. Now, another way is walking with God. Christian, I want to reread the verse 22 and then tie in Luke 9.23, which is the Lord himself speaking. So this is verse 22. Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. And this is verse 23 in chapter 9 of Luke. And he was saying to them all, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Christian, these verses are, are phenomenal. Let's dig in a little bit concerning this matter of walking with God. Yes, this is very interesting, this phrase, walking with God. So here Enoch was walking with God. And I love that we paired Luke 9.23 with this. What does it mean to walk with someone? That means that we're going the way they're going. Right. We're not going our way anymore. And in a, in a sense, that is a denying of what we want, of where we want to go, to go where someone else wants to go. I think that very much connects to what the Lord was speaking in Luke 9.23, uh, where he mentions taking up the cross, denying ourselves, and following after him. 
You know, what's so great is that Enoch, like you said, Christian, walked with God. You know, that implies a lot. It doesn't say that God walked with Enoch. Rather, Enoch walked with God. If God wants to go left, then we go left. If God wants to go here, then we go here. But in my own experience, I feel most of the time I do what I want and then I ask God to go with me. Or I do what I want and then I ask God to bless it. But in this passage, there is really a denial of the self. To walk with God implies that I'm not following my choice. I have to deny myself. I have to deny what I feel is best for me, for my family, for my career. And I have to trust that God knows what he's doing. He knows where he's going. I have to take up my cross daily. I thought that was another uh, amazing fact that the Lord pointed out. It's not take up the cross once, but take up the cross daily and then follow. Right? You follow the Lord. This is just so good. You know, so refreshing to see that, you know, even today when we're living our lives, this is what the Lord is looking for. So Enoch's walking with God wasn't like becoming a monk. Maybe that might be our concept of walking with God. We just forsake everything of our lives and devote our whole life to God. But in the verse in Genesis, it says Enoch walked with God and he begot more sons and daughters. So he had children and we just kind of draw that he lived a normal life walking with God. And today we also, whatever we're doing, we can in a very real way walk with God in our daily lives. And this walking with God is not just a Sunday thing or when we gather together in the Christian meetings. This can be and should be a normal daily walk. Christian, I just really appreciate everything that you bring to this podcast. And I just want to re-emphasize everything that you just said. You know, it's amazing to see this progression. In the end of chapter 4, man started calling on God. They realized that they are helpless and frail. Contrary to what Cain's descendants were doing, becoming stronger, becoming more independent, Seth's descendants started crying out to God. But it didn't stop there. They kept progressing. They learned to walk with God. You know, and in this matter of walking with God, Enoch still lived. He had children. He had to labor the ground. He had to provide for his family. But in every normal daily thing he did, he walked with God. He walked so closely with God that he escaped death. And even today, in everything that we do, we can call on God and we can walk with God. You know, sometimes I feel that I'm in a quote, quote, death situation with no way out. I'm exhausted with work. Last year, 2020 was extremely taxing. You know, I come home, family life is busy. I have four children. And in these times, I really just want to grip my teeth, use my natural capabilities and power myself out of this. But instead, what I really should do is cry out to God. You know, when I cry out to God, I turn away from what I think is best. And in these times, I learn to walk with God. And even if my situation doesn't change, I still have four kids. I still have a very busy job. But there is peace there. 
I'm inviting God in to all these situations. And in these matters, now I'm learning to walk with God. I'm learning to walk with God in raising my children. I'm learning to walk with God in taking care of my patients. I'm learning to walk with God when I'm studying gross anatomy. I'm learning to walk with God in every single human thing that I do. And this is truly what God is after. Because when we do this, we automatically learn to deny what we think is best. And we completely give it over to God and just learn to walk with him. Again, I just love that progression from the end of chapter 4 to now chapter 5, where a man begins to see we're just... We need God. We, we, cannot, we cannot do it. And I believe many of us, at some point you get to a certain point in your life and you begin to realize, I can't make it on my own. And what a blessing it is to be able to walk with God as the one who is a light to our path and to give our life so much meaning. Well, Christian, every time we record one of these things, I'm just utterly in awe of what God is saying. This is in Genesis, and God is already laying the groundwork for His eternal plan. I truly have to say, I've never seen anything like this before in the Bible, but it is so encouraging that throughout time, God has not deviated from His plan. I hope everyone that listens to these podcasts are enjoying it as much as I am when we're recording these things. Again, feel free to share it with all your friends. I think it's so encouraging to know that when you're going through all this tough schooling, you don't have to do it by yourself. In fact, God wants you to walk with Him as you're studying microbiology, biochemistry, internal medicine, general dentistry. May the Lord bless you guys richly this week. And until we meet again next week, have a great one. Oh, anxious soul, lay down thy load. Oh, hear this voice, he speaks to thee. Be still and know that I am God. And cast thy every care on me. Be still, O oh, troubled soul, be still. Fear not, thy Father's arms enfold thee. Take up thy cross, lay down thy will. Be silent unto God, and let Him mold.